Hi, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Live from Pawnee. I'm Alan, and with me, as always, is my co-host, Mark. Mark, how you doing? Hey, Alan. I'm good, buddy. How's life treating you? Doing really well. I'm looking forward to walking through Season 2, Episode 5, Sister City. How about you? Yeah, me too. Uh, This is, I think, going to be another one of a stream of uh, very quality episodes. All right. Well, today's episode aired first on October 15th, 2009. It was written by Alan Yang and directed by the great Michael Schur. Wow. Fantastic. You know, one of the things I really like about this episode, and I bet you feel the same way, is the guest star Fred Armisen of Saturday Night Live fame. Um, This episode would not be this episode without him. I think it's safe to say that. Yeah, he is uh, fantastic. His his improv chops are formidable, as we will see as we get into this episode. I think you're exactly <laughs> right. All right. As always, we'll open here with the cold open. And Mark, you want to kind of walk us through what happens there? All right. Well, for the cold open, we start out with um, a, a Leslie talking head from her office. And she says, you know, today we're welcoming a delegation from the Parks Department of our sister city, Baracqua, Venezuela. And then it cuts to Leslie uh, talking to the gang there at right. City Hall. And she said, look, our photo op with the mayor is tomorrow at 3 p.m. Uh, I'm going to need your suggestions about my wardrobe ASAP. Um, Tom wants her to wear gold sequin sweatpants, apparently, but she doesn't like that. Well, of um, course. And, and she says, look, everyone, Venezuela is a poor country. These men are not going to be used to the wealth and flash that we have here in central Indiana, <laughs> which I can't <laughs> even say without laughing. Yeah. Um, um, we need to make them feel at home. And then it, it cuts to Leslie uh, talking head, a second one in the hallway where she's like, look, I'm a little nervous. Pawnee has a tricky history with welcoming foreign visitors. <laughs> and and the, the, the camera pans over to a hashtag mural. Yes. Love it. Uh, and and the, the mural has uh, three things in cages, one right after the other. The first one is a bison. The second yep. one is a bear. And What's the that third bear one, eating, by the way? Is a bear eating a fish? A fish, I think. Okay. That's what I thought it was. Yeah. And then the third one is labeled unknown. But if you look at the contents, it looks like a foreigner, maybe a Russian guy uh, sitting down reading a book (laughs) in a cage. Yeah. Uh, So that's nice. You know, she she then says to the camera after we've looked at this mural, uh, but but things have changed. You know, our guests are going to stay in a motel uh, for sure. That's right. (laughs) that's Uh, it that's a good one all right well how about if we move from there into the synopsises for this episode very good because i know like normal you're going to have at least what seven twelve different storylines for us you know i pared it down from the original 19 down to two i was very very uh proud of myself as you should be and, and heck, well, thank you. Actually, I was really tempted to make this one story, but I, I realized at the last second, I'm going to I'm gonna break this off into two, an A and a All right. B. All right, so, I'm curious. So for the A story, which I kind of subtitled for myself, Cultural Clashes with Sister City. That's so much better than last week. <laughs> Leslie and the gang welcome Park Department officials from Baracqua, Venezuela, their sister city. Leslie warns the gang they may be poor people. The delegation arrives uh, headed by Leslie's Venezuelan equivalent, Deputy Parks Director Raul Alejandro Bastilla Pedro de Veloso de Morana, <laughs> uh, Fred Armisen. Yeah. <laughs> Raul and Leslie exchange gifts during a meet and greet, and the Venezuelans make uh, offensive remarks about the town and mock the gifts Leslie gave them. 
Leslie tells the Venezuelan she's trying to raise $35,000 to fill in a pit to make a park. Leslie takes them to Pawnee's nicest park and because she wants to impress them. Sure. They're disgusted and they mistake <laughs> the park for the aforementioned pit. Pit, yeah. <laughs> Leslie then takes them to a town hall to show them democracy in action. But the oh, citizens... Yeah. Yeah, that's a good move, right? Sure. But the citizens are loud and they're angry and they're ridiculous and, and quite funny. Raul and his cronies continue to mock Pawnee until Leslie finally explodes and she insults yeah. their uniforms and she insults Hugo Chavez and makes them storm out. And so Leslie calls a meeting next day and she apologizes and Raul apologizes to her as well and gives her a $35,000 check for the, for the pit slash park. Later during a photo op, April translates a few minutes later and tells Leslie that Raul is discussing his committee to humiliate and shame America. A furious right. Leslie tears up the check and shouts, Viva America, prompting Raul to declare Pawnee is no longer their sister city. Um, Leslie ever optimistic, insists that, you know what? She's going to raise the money anyway. She's going to raise the money to build the park without them. Right. So that's the A story. What I had is the B story. I think I know what your B story is then. Yeah. So I, I subtitled it because I like to do this because it makes me laugh. Um, I titled sure. it April and Johnny, a love story. <laughs> um, th this is actually going to be pretty brief because the, the reason I yeah. almost didn't make this its own story is there's not there's not a lot of scenes just about this, but there were just enough. Sure. I said, okay, I'm going to make a B story. Yeah. So what I have here is the Venezuelan intern, Johnny is immediately interested in April who convinces him. She is feared and powerful as Leslie is showing the Venezuelans Pawnee's nicest park. It becomes clear. Johnny is infatuated with April and he's asking her to take walks with them, asking if she's married, et cetera. Um, when April tells yep. him, that she kind of has a boyfriend he vows to kill him um johnny calls <laughs> april repeatedly that night with april ignoring him uh, johnny even sends a car to her house but april uses it instead to go to the movies with her friends <laughs> and then the Good next friends. day in city hall uh johnny pleads with april to come back with him to venezuela <laughs> april appears to consider for a long moment and then simply says nah <laughs> and walks off leaving a devastated Johnny in her wake. That's kind of the end of the B story. Excellent. Those are, as always, Mark, those are great synopsises. Thank you. And we appreciate you doing those for us. <laughs> so, our, so our next piece is called AKAs. We, we've explained this before. We don't like NBC and the way they name these episodes. Um, I mean, yeah, Sister City. Okay, great. But we, we're going to do better, right? Oh, yeah, um, we can do much better. Mark, why don't you go first for us this week? Yeah, what, what do you got? You know what? I'll even do better. I'll go first. Um, let's see. Sounds good. <laughs> Glad you agree. Uh, well, mine uh, came from the, the scene, which is pr now probably a very, um, a very famous scene, especially for anyone who is a Parks and Rec fan, um, where Raul is having a talking head about uh, the various reasons why someone could be brought to jail. And gotcha. it, it's a, it's a great, uh, you know, jump cut sequence. And then my AKA actually comes from the very end with his last sentence in the jump cut sequence, where he simply says, um, and this <laughs> probably makes more sense actually now that I think about it, if you have the line before it, which is like, uh, you know, if you, if you're late to a dentist appointment, uh, you you know what you you yes. you're, you're go to jail, and then he ends it 
this seemed more generic when I wrote it down, I guess. He ends it by saying, we have the best patients in the world because of jail. He loves jail. Because of jail. Yeah. (laughs) I love that. How about you? I think we'll play that clip here in a bit. Oh, good. Um, Yeah. So, uh, well, yeah, no, it'd be good. I think that's such a classic scene from this episode. Uh, Everyone will enjoy hearing that one. Um, No, for me, I actually went to the front end of the episode and actually took mine from the cold open. I did consider one briefly that's a little later into the episode when um, when Raul is kind of talking down to Leslie and explaining, you know, uh, like as if he has to explain to a five year old child (laughs) that, you know, oil is food for cars. (laughs) That was my first one, but, but and I still like it. I almost it was, chose it was, that. Really a toss up for me. That's a good one. Yeah, yeah that was a great one. Yeah, um, but I went with the one from the cold open, and, and Leslie is telling the team, you know, let's really prepare ourselves. You know, the, these people are from a poor country. We can't act all fancy and extravagant. Um, these men are not used to the wealth and flash we have here in Central Indiana. <laughs> Which, yeah. I know you you couldn't even tell us that earlier no. without laughing. It just um <laughs> as a as as a residents of central Indiana, um I don't know what she means by wealth and flash, but you know, hey. Well maybe compared to what she has in mind for them. One of the reasons why I'm glad that we're doing this podcast audibly and not, you know, video-wise is I don't want people to be intimidated well, sure. by the palace that I'm I'm broadcasting from. Well, me too. Yeah, absolutely. This is actually my fourth uh, throne room that is, you know, been decommissioned. I'm going to turn it into an Olympic swimming pool uh, room. But uh, for now, it's yeah. a great podcast yeah. room, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm in the Museum of Antiquities here. And, you know, uh, at after my death, this gets left to the public and it was the public trust. And, um, you know, people will be able to tour this palace and see the the opulent wealth, and, you know, from this period of my life. And, uh, you know, <laughs> I, I think it'd be a good thing to do for the people of central Indiana. See, I had heard for your palace that you had the, mu- the Museum of Antiquities and Medical Oddities. <laughs> I do. Okay, yes. good. I just want to <laughs> confirm that. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. I mean, look, you know, if you're going to have a museum of medical oddities, it probably would be in Indiana. Oh, for for sure. <laughs> no doubt. All right. Mark, we typically at this point would talk about things that we, we've noticed in this episode. Uh, first tropes. Actually, I wrote down goofs today, too. We've never really done goofs. And I think that's an interesting one here as we get into this. I noted a couple from this. And um, I, I think that's something maybe in addition to just some extremely funny moments we can point out from now on. So w- what did you notice here as far as firsts or, or tropes or, you know, thing, themes that are continuing to develop within the series? Sure. I actually had more tropes than firsts, I think. Okay. What you got? For firsts, uh, when, when they had the meet and greet and Leslie was exchanging gifts with Raul, um, she gave Raul uh, two gifts that came from companies mm. in Pawnee. And, and I think therefore, same, same. They are, they are first. Um, one was Sweetums. If you can't beat them, Sweetums. Um, Sweetums. Yeah. A, a big, you know, tub of sap as Raul put it. And um, the second was Kernston's rubber nipples, which Raul called a bag of garbage, but uh, you know, <laughs> but, but yeah, so the, the mention of those two companies were first and, and then sometimes I have trouble with kind of differentiating between the two, but, but in this case, I, for tropes, I had three, I think the first one jump cuts, maybe arguably isn't a trope. It's maybe a mechanical trope, as you've pointed out, but yeah. I'm, I'm going right. to, 
I'm going to bring it up anyway. So, you know, we had a, a several jump cuts in this episode. I, I know that one was um, when the citizens were uh, uh, yelling at Leslie during the yeah, town hall, right. which is pretty yeah. funny. And then the one, of course, <laughs> from my AKA where Raul was talking about jail, which is just freaking outstanding. Oh, there's some great ones. Um, the other two were what, what I like to call the Tom open mouth grin when he kind of breaks the fourth wall and and grins ridiculously at the camera. He seemed yeah. to do this nearly every time that he got a cash tip from the Venezuelans. He's just so tickled at that almighty dollar. Um, and then the, the last one is what I like to call Jerry the punching bag where he's kind of very nice. He, he's evolved into the whipping boy for the department and instead of it being something where it's like well you know i could see them kind of taking him to task for this it's getting to the point where it is completely unwarranted but it's so freaking funny <laughs> um i don't know so those are the ones i had did i miss any what you have i i had a couple of the same um i did also enjoy that scene with jerry um started to call him larry for a minute but um yeah jerry brings the the fruits and vegetables uh out to the to the table and Leslie's like, that's such a great idea. They probably don't have those at home. And Tom says, they live in a rainforest. <laughs> and she's like, Jerry, that's a terrible idea. I think that was a deleted scene. Yeah, that was a good one. That was a deleted scene. You're right. I, yeah. I sometimes confuse the two there. Me too. Well, you know, you know Alan, uh, you actually maybe shouldn't include that as a uh, as one of the listed tropes because it's, we go. A, it's, a, it's a deleted scene. And, and uh, as we... Cannon. As we well look, I'm, I'm look. My hands are tied, buddy. I, I'm I'm consulting the rule book here that that, that I you made, made up. up. That and and apparently the guy who made it up is he's a stickler. So I mm -hmm. I don't know what a what a jerk. Yeah. Anyway, Agreed. he needs to be but, but, in that cage at the zoo. <laughs> <laughs> Unknown. Unknown. Oh my gosh. There's times I'd like to be in a cage just reading a book. I look. Give me some time to read. It'd be nice. Absolutely. So sorry, what, what else did you have? Well, for first, just to be for completeness here, kind of go through them real quick. Same as you, I had Sweetums and Kernstons. Those those are the first time we hear those. Um, in fact, those, if I'm not mistaken, they may be sponsors today. I don't know. We'll, we'll find out later. Nice. Um, and then on the trope side, um, you know, I, we're at yet another public forum for one thing. I thought that was, you know, you know, we enjoyed that in several episodes now, but I think it's a put to especially good use here to demonstrate to the Venezuelan delegation exactly how democracy works. And agreed. What's terrible about it? Um, so I enjoyed those. There are some great scenes from those. On the goof side, which I'm introducing here for the the first time this week, I, I actually there were two that I noticed, yeah. and one's kind of arguably maybe. Um, Tom throughout the episode is well, well, I'm sure we'll talk in the breakdown, uh, continues to re receive cash tips from from Raul and the team, and the bills are always kind of folded. Um, and then later when we see him like, uh, you know, doing the, the make it rain money thing, they all appear to be really flat crisp bills. So that, that's one. It's a very small thing. Ah, yeah. But the, the other one I actually got, and I, I did not find this one myself. This one was pointed out to me. Um, and I, I give credit where credit's due if I could remember who pointed it out, but I don't. <laughs> one of Johnny's lines to April says, you know, he, he's in Spanish, but in, I don't think he ever speaks any real English. It's always right. Spanish translated for us in subtitles. Right. He says, I'm only an intern, so my estate is not as big as those of my superiors. 
Well, apparently in Spanish, what he actually says is, I'm going on a plane in six hours. And if you aren't there, I'll hang myself. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, my, my Spanish is rusty. Yeah. Right. I, I thought it was flawless, but it, apparently yeah. I missed that whole missed that. part of it. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty funny, too. Yeah, I thought so as well. Pretty dramatic. Yeah. yeah. But we like Johnny. We do like Johnny. All right. From here, we'll move on to deleted scenes. Mark, I clocked these in at 11 minutes, and I think, I don't know, I've got one, two, three, four, five, a lot. So what, what did you think about the deleted scenes overall? I thought they were pretty funny this time. Yes. Uh, you know, I've said in the past, I think that there, a lot of times we'll look at the, the deleted scenes and, and think, oh my gosh, it's a shame because some, some of these are so funny. Um, and this seemed to be pretty consistent. I'd say maybe about two thirds of these, in my opinion, were, were pretty darn funny. And yeah. then the other third, I could see them leaving out. Um, I also thought this week there was a good number of them that are standalones. Like they weren't just expansions of things that made it into the episode. They were content that was like literally ripped out that I think would have made the episode even better or more interesting. But, you know, again, these things, they, they got 21 and a half minutes. And unless they're going to supersize, as NBC like to call them, their episodes, there just isn't room for them. So Right, right. And I, I agree with you. I, I yeah I I like that when they just add more content in, in that fashion and you know I think a a good number of these scenes occurred because of special guest uh, Fred Armisen and his very right. very impressive um, improv chops like I know that that one uh, deleted scene that I really like is when the Venezuelans give uh, the the golden gun that they have for the gift exchange to yeah. Ron or as they call him El Jefe. Right, because they've learned uh, that Leslie is a boss, and he's right there. And so, yeah, so it, clearly that goes to him. That that's what happens there. Right, and and then uh, Raúl has a great talking head um, about how they knew that Ron was, you know, a, a man of power. Do we do we have that clip by chance? We, we do have that clip. Let's play it. Then we'll talk about it. The head of the Parks Department in Baracoa, Manuel Mendible. He's the most feared man in Venezuela, and it is because of his mustache. So we saw that when Ron had the same mustache, we knew he was a man of power because of his mustache. And we cowered in fear. We recognized it right away because of his mustache, the thickness of his mustache. Yeah. He is truly the true leader here because of his mustache. mustache. He's a fearsome and scary mustache. <laughs> I do not have a kind of mustache. I do not deserve to have one yet. He can't hear me, right? Because of the glass. I love that that whole scene of Fred there is uh, as as Raul is with Ron and they're playing with the golden gun <laughs> over his shoulder. And, you know, he, he doesn't realize until the last moment that Ron might have heard him, but he can't. So that's good stuff. Right. Because of that, their glass. Yeah. The glass. Yes. Yeah. I, I did like that. Yeah. Right behind, like you said, right behind Raul was Ron's office and we yeah. see the the wall to Ron's office that is a clear glass window and yep. so we can clearly see Ron at his desk kind of piddling around with that golden gun which he just <laughs> loves yeah and he's just playing with it and playing with it that whole time and yeah yeah I love that scene because because of his mustache you know if I'm not mistaken I think that the 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 gun uh play there there's the one when you know that did make it into the main cut not the deleted scenes but right on kind of like takes the gun and crosses his own elbow and then shoots across like he's james bond or something i think that stays in the opening credits forever from here on yeah you are correct yeah you are correct, so sir. 
I, I'd always forgotten that that came from this episode until I rewatched it, quite honestly. How about you? What deleted scenes kind of stood out <clears throat> to you? You know, I, there were several. I, I think they were really good here. Um, you know, I there's this running thing um, throughout the episode um, when, you know, as, as the Venezuelan delegation has treated, uh, you know, uh, Tom is kind of a servant. <laughs> he at one point he asked him for a banana, and uh, and he makes him he pays him to peel it for him because that's beyond you know it's lower than he should do for himself obviously. Of course. Raul. But they, from here on out, there's just like five or six little mini deleted scenes, and they're referring to Tom as banana boy. Banana man. <laughs> banana man. And uh, yeah, it's th there are several of those that were good. Um, there's a there's a little shtick of Leslie. Um, she's micromanaging several things: the placement of the flag, the Larry Bird stand up, uh, and you know, which of course you're going to put in the the decorations for this party for this delegation because you know you're in Pawnee. And Leslie goes and tries to do this impersonation of Larry Bird, and uh, she lands on Forrest Gump, George W. Bush, Bill Clinton. Before she finally kind of hits a Larry Bird Southern Indiana accent. I enjoyed that scene as well. <laughs> yeah, I that was a very, very good one. I agree. And then uh, I'm trying to think, I, I think at the end of that, we had a nice little, um, this very, very quick, you know, Jerry punching bag moment, which I liked where uh, Jerry trying to help out brings in a fruit tray. And at first, Leslie's like, you know what, that's that's a great call, Jerry. That's awesome because, you know, as a socialist country, who knows when the last time was that they had fruits and vegetables. And Tom quips, <laughs> you know, they live in a rainforest. And Leslie's like, that's a stupid idea, idea, Larry or Jerry. See, I'm doing it now. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> uh, man. It's, it's good. I didn't know it was contagious. Good job. Yeah. Yeah. It's like his knees. Actually, did you know, uh, you know, yawns are contagious. I think everybody knows that, right? Clearly. What? But sneezes apparently uh. are too. Yeah. Did you know that? I did not know sneezes that. Sneezes are contagious no. as well. Yeah. But but on yawns, did you know that if you are in the presence of somebody yawning and you're not triggered by it, that's a sign of being a sociopath? No. <laughs> Why you tell me this stuff? Don't do that. <laughs> it's true. The internet said it. You know it's true. Oh, well then, all right, then I do have to pay attention then. All right. Right, it's canon. I trust now. the internet. All right. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Man. You know what, Mark? I think we're at that point where we should take our first break. And when we come back, we will break down the episode. How's that sound? Awesome. Sounds good, man. All right. We'll be right back, everybody. When you start your day each morning with a bowl of sweet, sugary, mighty bites, do you ever pause to consider where all that sweet, sugary goodness comes from? That, my friends, is the work of a little company called Sweetums. Hello, this is Ron Swanson. Here at their global headquarters in Pawnee, Indiana, we are proud to be the home of our very own Sweetums. Sweetums. If you can't beat them, Sweetums. Founded in 1891, the scientists in the Sweetums labs have spent the last 120 years developing some of the world's most convenient delivery platforms for sugars, carbs, and unnecessary calories. Just ask the people of Baracua, Pawnee's sister city in Venezuela. To this day, they cannot figure out how we here in Pawnee have managed to fatten our children so much more efficiently 
than any other children around the world. They are indeed like little basketballs, huge little porkers. The Sweetums product line is varied and vast. I will list some of their offerings now in no particular order. World-famous Yum Bars, formerly known as Nutri-Yum Bars before the court-ordered name change. Fruity Yums, fruit-flavored candy, a single serving giving 1% of your daily vitamin C. Bacon Yums, bacon-flavored candy, of course. Finger Yums, candy stick-on fingernails. Swimmy Yums, chunks of pan-roasted wild-striped bass dipped in chocolate. Poppy Pups, dog-bone-shaped biscuits for human consumption. Not to be confused with Puppy Pops, bagel-shaped bones for dogs. Teeth Savers, sugar-free gum. Tooth Fillers, extra sugar gum shaped like actual teeth, uses directed. And finally, my personal favorite, a regular-sized 128-ounce Sweetums Sugar Splash, available exclusively from local restaurant chain Paunch Burger. Try it. It goes great with value combo number two. As you can see, Sweetums has something for nearly everyone, unless you're a salad-eating hippie health nut, and in that case, go enjoy a leafy meal with your furry friends and leave us normal folks to enjoy the food that God and the Founding Fathers intended. Happy 120th anniversary, Sweetums. Thank you. That is all. All right, everybody, we're back. That was terrific uh, sponsorship there, and we are always appreciative of our sponsors here at Live from Pawnee, so thank you for that. Absolutely. Thank you very much. Absolutely. All right, Mark, let's break down this episode. We've already really talked through the cold open. I don't think there's much more to say about that there, um, unless you disagree. Nope, nope. I, let's let's move on to the uh, to the next scene after that. All right. So we we start off the episode after the cold open. The Parks and Recs team is on the steps of City Hall, and they, we find out that they're they're waiting for the delegation from Venezuela to arrive. Right, and, and we find out a few things here. We find out that April knows Spanish, um, which which becomes right. kind of a a plot point of sorts. It does. Um, yeah, that's true. And her mom's and, Puerto Rican, right? She April has a real brief talking head where she's like, "My mom's Puerto Rican. That's why I'm so lively and colorful." <laughs> you know, uh, only in the way yeah. that Aubrey Plaza can do it, of course. Yeah, as monotone as you can be. So the the Venezuelans show up. Um, Jerry presses play on a boombox for music, which just tickled me for some reason. You know, to, to <laughs> right. receive them. Um, of course, <clears throat> Leslie's you know talking through man i had to put this whole trip together it was really tough i had to cut some really you know important stuff like the rock and roll bowling alley oh that was a tough call to make that i had to cut them but she gets kind of emotional there she I does that. it, that's her baby you know um so i i think when we have uh where raul first talks leslie's introducing herself to raul and 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 fred armison as raul says you know well you know it's a pleasure to meet you i'm and he rattles off his long title uh i am vice director ejecutivo de, del deputado del departamento de parques real alejandro bastia pedro de veloso de Manalala. and then tom goes i'm tom tom <laughs> it just kind of gives a short <laughs> little hand wave um 
Yeah, and then, I loved you know, his title, Vice Director Executivo del Deputado del Departamento de Parks, which is basically Deputy Director of Parks, just right. like Leslie. <laughs> right. Yep. Except it, his sounds much better. It does. It's much more impressive when you've got 13 words where three count. And his, and his, his uniform's so much nicer. Anyway. Yeah. Um, very crisp. Lots of medals. Um, and and he he introduces Raul introduces his two oh. um, his uh, of his entourage there that joined right. him. Um, he introduces Antonio, a minister of small fountains, and Elvis, a minister of of hedges. Hedges. And very important men, Alan. And and Leslie kind of looks over their shoulders to uh, a fourth uh, Venezuelan accompanying them and says, "Younger and man, he yeah. is and a younger man." And and and. Raul said, oh, pay no attention to him. He's our intern, Johnny. He's worthless. <laughs> and at this point already, you see April kind of giving Johnny the side eye. Like yes. she's clearly a, a little, uh, if, if not interested, at least a little curious. Yes, very curious, for sure. So, the, all, but from this point already, the shenanigans start. Um, you know, Raul wants Tom, the, clearly the servant boy, um, to, to get their <laughs> bags and Tom's a little reticent at first, like, you know, God, what did he say? You know, come on. And right. which doesn't help when Leslie's like, you know, uh, once she's convinced that Tom's going to gonna help, she's like, yes, we'll get our pathetic servant boy to fetch <laughs> your um, luggage. You just rub a little salt in there. So he goes and, and uh, you know, then they talk about, oh, do we get to select women we desire? Like, what's going on? Yeah. They both, they, everybody looks at Donna and she's just like, you know, I've been to South America. I did very well there. Holla. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, so Leslie's a little um, shaken at this. Like, yeah, I yeah. think there's a translation problem. I, I, you know, yes, there's a party, but not like sex for pay. Right. Not that <laughs> just kind of party. With, you know, food and drink and dancing. Okay. So I think they're not pleased with that, but um, a little bit of a weird start. Um, and then I, I think we kind of transition from outside. Yeah. We're, we're now inside at the courtyard and they're kind of we've arrived at this party that Leslie has set up for the team, right? For the delegation. Right. So they're, they're starting to make small talk, which is just deliciously painful to watch. Like, you know, we have so much to learn from each other. Um, our cultures. Like, for example, what kind of birds do you guys eat? He's like, <laughs> chickens. Us too. That's amazing. That's crazy just, random. That is craziness, crazy craziness. And he hands him a glass of water. And he's like, what's this water? Right. Oh, I'm sorry, agua. Like, no, no, no. In Venezuela, government officials only drink bottled water. Right. Uh, send the boy. <laughs> <laughs> and, and Tom's still a little not happy about the way he's you know being their no. serving it's like leslie come on but all of this changes when raul yeah. hands him some folded bills and it's like you know here for your troubles and right. tom bing like yeah. ridiculous open mouth grin you got it chief like he is he is totally yeah. on board now the almighty dollar has spoken well and there's a couple of them there you can tell it's a little stack oh yeah absolutely yeah, yeah it's not just like you know Washington. It's a, it, it's, it's yeah. quite a lot. Um, and I think we have our first, our, our first little, uh, uh, you know, all in Spanish uh, scene between Johnny and April. Yes. I love this scene. And, and, and Johnny's basically saying, you know, in Venezuela, internships are coveted positions. So yeah, you, must you must be, be very well, important. Yeah. You, you must be well-connected. And she's like in Spanish, but also still very deadpan yeah. in April's way. <laughs> right. Yes. I'm very powerful and feared by many. And just then 
punching bag Jerry walks right. up like, hey, April, could you help me out for a second? Go away, Jerry. And <laughs> just sends him packing. And Johnny just like stares wide-eyed at yeah. Jerry retreating. And April just kind of stares at him and says, see? <laughs> <laughs> so he is already like impressed with her, no doubt. Oh. And, and this, I, I know we've talked about the golden gun, but this is, I believe, where the delegation is presenting this gun to Leslie. Yep, that's right. What one of the Venezuelan men, you know, opens up this box slowly that has the golden gun, and you see like the crowd goes, ooh, ah. Um, and Enrel says this is a gold-plated replica of a gun Hugo Chavez used in the 92 Socialist Revolution. It's a gift. And Leslie gives him back, and she has a little talking head about this saying, you know, gift giving is tricky because you want it to be uh, nice enough to honor them, but you don't want to, uh, right. she didn't want to be so nice it shames them. And you want to represent your culture and blah, blah, blah. So what I found was perfect. So she says, well, you know, I have two gifts for you, uh, a bottle of high fructose corn syrup made in uh, in Pawnee's own Sweetums factory, if you That's can't right. beat them, Sweetums, since 1891. And then an eight and a half. Yeah, I love that. Eight and a half. Yeah, uh -huh. a half. Not eight. Well, and, you know, I had forgotten something at the end of this sentence specifically. She says an eight and a half dozen rubber baby bottle nipples, right. also made here in Pawnee, Kernston's rubber nipples, quote, Tastes like the real thing. I know. I, wrote that I had 100% forgotten about that end tagline. Oh, I, I did great. a spit take. Yeah. Very nice. And, and here Am is I wrong. Where, eight and a half, eight and a half dozen. That's like 104, right? 102. 102. Yeah. Not 100, but 102. Okay. Yeah. They, they call that the Baker's 100. The Baker's 100. I like <laughs> <laughs> um now here alan i think is where it starts going downhill yeah in in terms of where they they really start to detect that they're being uh you know condescending and dismissive where yeah raul says uh yeah, up to this point leslie is worried very much about insulting them with you know the extravagance of the central indiana lifestyle right <laughs> I think right right we're about to turn a corner well, and, and there have been a few, uh, I guess, misunderstandings or a little bit of a culture clash, but they haven't yeah. been directly yeah. dismissive or condescending yet. Um, that's going to change here where Raul says, yeah. like, uh, uh, Jess, uh, we are too pleased to be here in your dirty alleyway. We thank you for the container <laughs> of sap and the bag of garbage. <laughs> garbage. <laughs> and I think Leslie has a really quick talking head right after he says that sentence where, yeah. where she says to the camera, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. his, his English isn't perfect. So I don't think he realizes how right. insulting yeah. he's being. Um, <laughs> so, you know, he, he continues to be very condescending and, and, you know, Leslie's like, okay, it's my job. I'm not supposed to take it personally. Well, he it's mentions fine. that they have another sister city, Kaesong, North Korea, which is much, much nicer. Oh, yes. Yeah. And she's like, look, I'm a diplomat. I'm not going to take this personally. Right, right. Yeah. Um, but and then, then, then Raul doubles down, though. Oh, yeah. It's like we haven't been here uh, for a long time. But what we've seen, I mean, from the bottom of our hearts is truly depressing. <laughs> truly, truly depressing. <laughs> like really, really sad stuff. <laughs> And I do like that Leslie has a little talking head where she's oh, like, yeah. look, this is this is why people respect Hillary Clinton so much, because <laughs> nobody takes a punch like her. She's the strongest, smartest, smartest punching bag in the world. I love that. That was great. Um, so this is just not going well. No. Um, 
and uh, we, we have a little scene, I think, where uh, Elvis, uh, minister of Hedges, I forget hedges. what he is. Yeah, he's um, Hedges. <laughs> um, so Elvis there, the minister of Hedges there, uh, he's uh, just kind of mingling and talking with uh, Mark and Anne Offaways. And Danowitz. He's talking with Ann Danowitz. That's right. And, um, and, and, and he, he says, asked Mark well, what he does, right? Yeah. He said, yeah. what's your profession? He's like, I'm a, I'm a city planner. And he's like, this, the city was planned. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, Mark mm -hmm. fake laughs. Cause he didn't want to make a big thing out of it. Yeah. And Elvis is remarking like, look, I, I saw a tattoo parlor next to a school next to a Taco Bell. It looks like it was designed by a very I mean, stupid it's, rodent. It's, it's hard to argue with Elvis at this point. I would agree. He's got a good point. And, yep. and says, well, he's actually a pretty smart rodent to where <laughs> Mark kind of goes, hey, -oh. <laughs> thank you. And then Elvis was very impressed by her quick wit. And he tells her, you know what? I've changed my mind. I'll have you for the evening. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to be the, the large black lady, but now I've changed yeah. my mind. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> you're welcome. Yeah, as I am, like, oh boy, and uh, and uh, we, we see behind them, Ron. There's a window to Ron's office, so he can kind of see what's going on from his office. Um, he's kind of frowning, and and then there's a quick talking head from Ron. He's like, look, politically, no, I don't support Chavez. I despise him and everything he does. On the other hand, this is a pretty sweet ass gun. Sweet ass gun. Then we see the scene that I think you referred to where he kind of does the, the uh, yes. you know, he handles the gun lovingly. And then in one fluid motion, he points it, he holding it in his right hand, he points it under his left arm as if he were about to shoot it. And that That's stays right. in the credits, I think, from that point on. It does. Awesome. Yeah, you're exactly right. So from here, I think we head back and now we're in the Parks and Rec's office. And I think the delegation is seated and uh, uh, they call Tom over uh, with a banana or for a banana. That's right. Tom has clearly continued his uh, willing open mouth grin streak of doing whatever little uh, demeaning tasks that they want because they uh, <clears throat> give him cash tips. Um, and he, he runs over the banana to Raul. He's like, okay, finally, you jupil. What did you, you peel with your hands? You peel a banana and Raul hands him some money. And Tom's like, yeah, okay. <laughs> he has <laughs> zero problem with this. Um, I, I love what happens next. And they, they want to see where the American children are fed the sweeteners. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That could, because American children, according to Raul are fattened more efficiently than any other children in the world. They're like, he says, uh, <laughs> They're like little basketballs. I mean, yeah. they're huge, little, little porkers. Little porkers. <laughs> it's good that we're good at something. Good. I'm, I could be in the Olympics for this. So, yeah. It's, uh, so, um, uh, right, Constantine? Okay. Oh, my. Hey. I didn't know he was with us today. He's, well, now I kind of wish he wasn't. He just. Mm. Do you anyway. pay him kind of like they paid Tom? Is that what's going on? It must be. I pay him in day old Krispy Kremes. There you have it. He doesn't know that that's not currency. <laughs> well, anyway, um, so Leslie's kind of giving them a tour of the of, of the office and I think largely City Hall. And she brings them over to where uh, they have a, a large thermometer hanging on the yep. wall. 
It's kind of like where you can draw in with dry erase pen to kind of show how, as the temperature goes up in the thermometer, this shows how close you're getting to your goal of the money you're trying to raise. Um, right. I this think is, this is called the Friends of the Park Fund. That's right. That, $35,000. Yeah. Right. They're trying to raise that for the pit. That's exactly right. Um, right. And and she's trying to explain to Raul what this is. And he's like, I don't understand. And she said, well, you so you 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 never had a budget shortage and they just laugh disdainfully and like <laughs> they uh, lose it no you know we have massive oil reserves massive i mean you like tremendous like you wouldn't believe we sell the oil the state keeps all the money we build whatever we want um and she's like well ha, 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 maybe i don't understand and he has a great scene uh, where he's like, well, no, I, I feel that my English was very clear. Shall I repeat? Venezuela. And then he, he turns his shoulder and points to the, the emblem for Venezuela. Venezuela, my country, Venezuela, um, has a lot of oil. Oil is food for cars. <laughs> so there's like, they're really, really talking down to her now. I think she yeah, just has she, one she's little a, quip as a talking head. Right. And this is where she's turning the corner. I think now she's she's gone from tolerant to starting to get pissed. Right. Right. The Venezuelans are, are very confident people, she, she says. That's like, right. You know, That's, yeah. To, to say the least. Yeah. So I think she's at this point put aside any any hope of trying to be like polite and we don't want to wow them. She's like, nope, right. the, the the gloves are off. Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm calling. She it rallies awful. the team real quick. Right. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And and it's like, OK, I'm going to we're going to take them to our best park and knock their socks off. And April's like, yeah. I don't think that's going to blow their socks off. And they'll, well, fine, we'll go further. We'll take them to Chicago and pretend it's part of Pawnee or, or New York or, or London. Right. Or no, no, wait, the money's different there. They'll figure it out. Never mind. We'll go to the park. <laughs> <laughs> it would have been a good idea, except for the whole money being different thing. Other than that, it would be spotless, that plan. Genius. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I think now we cut to a scene where we're headed to the park. Uh, right. And it's the whole delegation is in her backseat minus Johnny. Yes, because Johnny's worthless. So it's just the the the, the main three Venezuelan men um, and and Leslie and I might add as an editorial note the camera crew. Yeah, all all in well, Leslie's right. little Who's in the passenger seat. Yeah, so that puts all three of these big guys. Well, Fred Armisen's not big, but the right. other guys in the backseat. Right. They're, they're very, they look uh, comfy too. They're uncomfortably scrunched up and they're, they're, they do not look pleased yeah. at all. Um, and, and uh, Leslie's trying to make a little bit of a, a conversation, you know, on their way to the park there. And she's like, well, you know, the motel we're putting you up in is pretty, pretty good. Uh, you can watch uh, TBS. Hey, TBS. do you have, do you have TBS in Venezuela? And he, <laughs> I have everything in Venezuela. I have four satellite dishes on my estate. We get 14,000 channels. Um, I, I already know who wins Project Runway. <laughs> um, and I, I think Leslie's kind of trying to downplay it a little bit and go, well, well I'm, uh, you know, that's very impressive. I, I'm coming over to your house then. Ha <laughs> ha. Yeah. No, I, I see what you're getting at, but no, I still am primary, primarily interested in the large black woman. <laughs> That's really uncomfortable. Um, so I don't know how the camera guy fits in that front seat, but anyway, it doesn't matter. 
He make it. Yeah. So they they now arrive, Leslie and the delegation arrive at, at what we have been told by Leslie is Pawnee's best park, which I noticed is called Harvey James Park, founded in 1903. That's that's right. Um, and, you know, initially the camera kind of pans around and it looks kind of nice. Like you see people throwing frisbees, yeah, they're, they're walking dogs, they're having picnics. It's a nice right. sunny day. Um and Leslie's clearly pretty proud. And she says, you know, here we are, boys. Take it in. And Rule <laughs> kind of shakes his head. Said, this is an embarrassment to America. It's like, whoa, I'm, I'm what? I'm sorry. Like, no, you are you are right to want to correct this. Like, correct what? That's right. This is the giant pit of dirt you were telling us about, is it not? <laughs> the one you want to turn into a park? Like, oh, my God, dude. Um. And, and I think Elvis says, like, well, Leslie said, no, this is, this is already a park. It's a great park. And Elvis says, why, why are the right. trees so small? Um, yeah, he found, like, the one tree that's been planted in the last six months with, a you know, a stake holding it up, right? Right, right. <laughs> and, and Leslie's, like, trying to still be uh, polite. You know, she's like, well, they're not that small. Besides, size doesn't matter. And and while the gist it does, the, our trees are huge. We build tunnels through them. <laughs> um i know did you watch the deleted scenes because there's a lot more where they they go on he goes on and on about the size of the leaves being large enough so that when they fall they they're as large as blankets and they they, they, they blacks out the sky right and like they have entire football stadiums inside of trees and <laughs> that's right something to that effect and there's a good side of town and a bad side of town within the tree <laughs> <laughs> you have to journey to the tree slums um that's right yeah it was it was pretty funny um and then it, like interspersed in this and this is probably only for like 15 seconds or so if that we the, the camera pans away or goes to John, the second scene with johnny and april yeah and, and again this conversation is all in spanish Johnny is clearly infatuated with April at this point. This, I mean, just like yeah. a puppy dog. And he's like, you know, do you want to go for a walk with me? And April bored and deadpan. And she just kind of looking at her phone, not even looking at him. No. Uh, do you want to, do you want to climb a tree with me? A no. Tree. Now she's a little annoyed. <laughs> like, well, are you married? Right. Like I have a boyfriend, mas o menos, kind of like, I will kill him. <laughs> <laughs> she kind of rolls her eyes and it's, it's interesting because I can't tell watching these scenes. She's clearly not like totally giving in and going like, yeah, yeah, I'm interested in you, but I don't know that she's not interested. It's like, oh, I think she, it's just she kinda, loves the attention. Yeah. Secretly. She just doesn't want to admit it. That's April. Yeah, exactly. Well put. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, so then there, there, there's a, a real quick, I guess remaining scene there in in, in the uh, Harvey James Park uh, with Leslie and the Venezuelans and Raul's just on a rampage. He's like, "Oh, the parks in Baracoa are far superior." Um, you know, we the park has in my hometown has a monorail and and an aquarium and the amphitheater is huge. And Elvis is like, "Yeah, Lady Gaga played there last week." I'm like, okay, <laughs> well, you know what? We don't have Lady Gaga. We got democracy. I'm going to show you an example of that. Let's go to a, a town hall meeting. That's right. Right. We have something even more beautiful than Lady Gaga, democracy. That's right. Right. And the team heads out from here and they're headed to town hall. 
I believe. And then we see Tom and he he's, pa- I love this. He's passing out candy bars, which he is. I don't know if they've put in specific requests. I feel like maybe they have, you know, Elvis gets the Oh Henry. Right. Uh, Ra- Raul gets the Butterfinger. Good choice. And then my favorite, <laughs> Antonio gets the Nestle Crunch with the crispy <laughs> rice b- removed. <laughs> that is a, uh... That is yeah. very impressive, not only as a very discerning choice on Antonio's part, but yeah. impressive that Tom could get that done. I would have liked to have seen that in the deleted scenes, uh, but to, couldn't find it. Oh, man. <laughs> you and me both, man. And, and uh, they, you know, they all give him cash tips. That's right. Uh, and, and he's very happy about that. And then just a very quick, you know, talking head with him. He's like, look, yeah, I, I, this is Tom, like in the hallway to the camera. He's like, look, I, yes, I, I find it incredibly demeaning, but guess what? Cash money. money. <laughs> I'm going to make it rain. And he throws up his money and it all flutters down. He's like, eh, I'm, I'm yeah. going to pick that up real quick. The only you know, thing missing from that little aside was John Ralphio. It's too bad he wasn't here at this point. Cause Oh, that's a good point. Yeah. Yeah. That would have been perfect for him. Yeah, perfect. absolutely. Yep. yep. So at this point, you know, Leslie approaches them. They all have their candy bars <laughs> and she's like, okay, wait, we're going to, you ready? We're, you're going to ready to start. And Pharrell is a, a little, I'm going to guess a little, maybe disgusted isn't the right word, but you know, it's like, this is where you have your meetings. And like, well, the location rotates. Sometimes we have them on the volleyball courts and you're like, yeah, well, we rotate too between fortresses and palaces. <laughs> Again, these being condescending and Leslie God bless her. She's still trying to be, she's like, she's not going to lose her cool yet. She's like, well, we don't need palaces. The ideas are what shine in our meeting. So she's still holding on. She's still holding on to this. She's trying to be idealistic. It's Leslie. And then it it is Leslie. And then the Pawnee citizens start to open their big yap. And um, (laughs) I, uh, I love that he just, they opening barrages, morons. (laughs) <laughs> oh yeah there's a guy that is so he's just yelling he's just yelling at the top of his lungs like you're a moron don't you why don't you have hand dryers that's I what know. he's mad about that's like right. there's so much more sanitary everyone knows that and <clears throat> as, as he's just yelling at leslie this barrage the camera pans over to leslie and she looks she's not happy she yeah. looks un- uncomfortable which you could imagine <laughs> the camera goes to raul and he looks horrified like he, he cannot can't even believe this is happening then the, there's the elderly um, woman who is clearly upset because her dog well, went sure. to uh one of the uh parks and ate another dog's feces and she you know what she's gonna sue him for that well america <laughs> because america <laughs> and again raul is just looking at leslie incredulously yeah. and then the oh. guy that ever since ever since i heard you call him in a prior podcast you called him neighbor Lawrence and yep. that phrase stuck with me. So I yep. can't, I can't refer to this character now without saying the two word phrase neighbor, neighbor Lawrence. Lawrence. Yep. So, so neighbor Lawrence is standing up, apparently throwing Frisbees yeah. um, at Leslie and Tom and saying, how do you like how that? Do, yeah, how do you like it? How do you like it? Yeah. Now imagine you're holding coffee. <laughs> <laughs> well, we've learned a lot about Lawrence. So clearly he likes to take long walks in the park with a cup of coffee. He likes hanging out at his mom's house, you know, quietly without Andy's music blaring in the background, right. uh, you know, because that upsets his birds. Yeah, he has birds. Birds. <laughs> Love Lawrence. Uh, 
I think, Mark, this next piece is is Raul's famous talking head. Oh, yeah, uh, which yeah. Which really immortalized this this episode uh, in memory and in our memories. And do you want to just play this, set this up, and then we'll play the clip? Yeah, yeah. The So it, this is um, a, a somewhat sizable, I mean, 40 seconds or so. It's a pretty sizable talking head for Fred Armisen as Raul. And... He's clearly outraged at these obnoxious Pawnee citizens that right. have been really obnoxious. And he's like, look, look, where are the armed men who come in and they take the, the, these, 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 these protesters away? Yeah, this is this kind of behavior is never tolerated, tolerated in Baraqua. Right. And then he starts on this diatribe about, well, this is, you, you know what, you people like that get taken to jail and by the way let me tell you what else lands you in jail and then i think this is kind of what this clip embodies perfect let's play it this is outrageous where are the armed men who come in to take the protesters away where are they this kind of behavior is never tolerating in Boracua. you shout like that they, they put you in jail right away no trial no no nothing journalists we have a special jail for journalists yep we're stealing right to jail you're playing music too loud right to jail right away you're driving too fast, jail. Slow, jail. You're charging too high prices for uh, sweaters, glasses. You write to jail. You undercook fish, believe it or not, jail. You overcook chicken, also jail. Undercook, overcook. You make an appointment with a dentist and you don't show up, believe it or not, jail, right away. We have the best patients in the world because of jail. There you go. That was your, uh, your uh, AKA. That was my AKA. And I do have to also say this. Uh, so two, two notes. Um, number one, according to the commentary for yeah. this, apparently ev- not 100%, yeah, 100%, every single word of this talking head was 100% improvised by Fred Armisen. He's a genius. He, he is, is a genius. so, so funny. Um, the other thing that- You know, his, his mother is actually from Venezuela. Did you read about yeah. him at all? Yeah. Uh, and- yeah. And then I, I read even more about him. I think there could be a movie about his life. It's really fascinating. I, I'd encourage you to go out and Wikipedia Fred Armisen and see what's going on there. I, I, I kind of want to just do a deep dive just on him today, but maybe, maybe in the future. Yeah, he's a fascinating guy. I agree. Yeah. What else um, did you see there? Well, <laughs> what I was going to say is I, I, I want to mention this just because it tickles me. Um, when I, when I write down notes about a specific scene, sometimes I'll take a timestamp for when the scene occurs and then I'll put like a little, you know, two, three or four word uh, phrase that in my mind kind of embodies what this scene is about. Sure. And so <laughs> for this talking head. I love that you it, can't even get through this. Because <laughs> I mean, because he's talking about jail, and and yeah. you get sent to jail, and everything sent jail. you to jail, and and, and if you overcook fish in jail, and everything is the best in the world because of jail. So I put it's the name of this scene. <laughs> Raul wants to marry jail. <laughs> <laughs> I crack me up. Uh, um, that's a little foreshadowing there. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry. Where are we now? I lost oh, track. gosh, that's great. Um, well, I think right after this, Leslie and Raul, they're, you know, they're, they're kind of recapping or, you know, they're, they're talking about what's just happened at the city hall and, and they're disagreeing on the value and input of the citizenry, right? 
Um, you know, he says, oh, in, in Barakwa, yeah. we're treated like kings, like rock stars when we walk down the street. <laughs> and Leslie's like, well, we have democracy. That's right. Yeah. yeah. The, the, she's done so well, I think, trying to keep it together and not yeah. take it personally. And now yeah. her, 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 if things are starting to fray at the seams. Yeah. Um, and, and she's, she's trying to still promote the idea that, you know what, in a true democracy, our, our, the input of our citizens is valuable. And it just sure. happens at that point. I love it. Neighbor, neighbor Lawrence um, <laughs> in the background uh, says to Leslie, hey, these pretzels suck. <laughs> and and I, I think Leslie's a little annoyed that he chose that moment to say that, but he, she's still like, see, yeah, you know, look, our, the person is important. It's the democracy. That's right. <laughs> um, and now it starts to get ugly. Oh uh, yeah. He's like, we, well, he crosses the no line here. Yeah. It's like, no wonder nothing ever gets done here. And Leslie's like, <laughs> okay, you know what? I'm not bring out the big guns yet, but I'm going to yeah. bring out the medium guns. Right. Like nothing ever gets done. So why don't you tell that to a, the golden gate bridge, B American Idol. I love that. Uh, C or the moon. moon. Oh, oh wait, you can't because you never been. Boom. Boom. <laughs> I, I love that these three things are equal: the Golden Gate Bridge, and American Idol, and yep. the moon. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, of all the things she could have come up with, I guess. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Look, and he says, "Don't take it personally. I just find your city weak and disgusting." See, I, I found that borderline fascinating. Like this is his attempt to try and diffuse the situation. Right. Like it's almost like in his in his Raul mind, he says, "Well, clearly things are getting out of hand. I'll extend an olive leaf." Um, <laughs> right. And and so like, look, this isn't personal. We just it's just that we think that you're weak and your city's disgusting. <laughs> That's his version of that. And now, so then from this point on, it just goes downhill. She's like, like, yeah, I I think you're rude. I think you're you're rude since you came here, and yep. I think that your medals are stupid, and I think your yep. uniform's lame. lame. And, and and you know what? You guys want to marry Hugo Chavez. <laughs> and and now now the, now the yeah. gloves are off. She turned a corner. Yeah, and you hear Elvis yeah. in the background making this tutting noises, and she's like, "Hey, yeah. do not disrespect Chavez." And led now Leslie's like she's planted her feet. She's not going anywhere. Just stupid Chavez. <laughs> Raul looks around bewildered. Like I, I just told you not to disrespect him. <laughs> he doesn't understand how that could happen. Like good, I did. Well, no, that's twice. Right. Uh, oh, that's twice. And she tells him, I don't like Chavez. And he says, Yes, you do. And do not disrespect him. No, I don't. Yes, you do. <laughs> Then she finally says she's at it. She raises her voice. She's yep. yelling at him. She's like, no, I don't, Raul. If you don't like it, why don't you go? Like you can leave. What, yeah. What, and, and I love that his he's gonna get revenge here as he leaves, right? He's gonna take the pens. <laughs> well, the other thing I like too is is she says, you know, like you don't like it, go. And and Raul is like, great. And like Leslie's not done. She's like, good, shut up. <laughs> she gets in that little quip and he's like yeah we're, we're shedding like up eight yeah, year here olds. We go. yeah yeah and then like you said he, he he reaches over raul does to one of the town hall tables and he grabs up all the pens as as if it's a very matter of fact thing and then he says to the other you know let's go right and as leslie's not having it she gets in his way and says those are our pens she steps right in front of him 
yo, yeah. this is this is now you're not messing around. Like, no, those are our pens. That's and right. Raul, and again, this is this is like tall grade school here. It's like they're eight year olds. And he's like, and he says, you know what? Right. Great. We don't even we don't even need them, Alan. They I don't, don't even them. need those. They don't even need those pens. Um, <laughs> and then so it's a, Leslie takes them. Like, great. Then don't take them. We didn't. <laughs> God. And and they mm. leave, and the camera kind of watches them. Leave. I think Tom maybe like hustles to get the door for him because he's getting you know cash tips for everything. Yeah, he wants and, one last tip. Yeah, yeah. And and the camera watches them leave the room. The camera turns back to Leslie, who's now alone in this room, and she's just standing yeah. there fuming and she finally like fuming. ends that scene saying they started it um <laughs> that makes it okay they started it is kind of the mentality that she she carried in with her in the next scene when True. she finds herself in in ron's office and she says yeah. she's those kind guys of explaining were... to ron that this whole thing's falling apart right yeah like they they started it they were awful they were jerks i I mean, I've lost my cool, but arrogant they, jerks. Yeah, they they deserved it. And Ron, right, is very calm. He's he's not really rattled by this at all. He's like, okay, not I'll at all. call the mayor and cancel the photo op. And Leslie's like very agitated. No, don't do that. Okay, <laughs> then call the Venezuelans and apologize. No, they're jerks. Okay then I'll call the mayor and cancel the photo op. <laughs> no. It's very Boolean to Ron, <laughs> like, right? He, yeah. Right. Do you see the problem here? And she's like, yes, but I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> At this point, I think Leslie realizes that she's got, she's got to do something. She, she's going to have to eat crow. Yeah. She doesn't want to, but I think she's realizing. Yeah. 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 I think so. She's going to go home. She's going to sleep on it. And, and we're going to be back the next day and see what happens. Right. 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 I think this is a good place for us to take a break. After we do, we'll come back and we'll finish up the episode and give it a score. All right. Sounds good. All right. Be right back. Hello, this is Ron Swanson. Today, I have been recompensed to tell you about Kirsten's rubber nipples. Set on the site of the former Kirsten's vulcanized rubber tire factory, which is a much better business to align oneself with, the Kirstens are the second largest supplier of rubber baby bottle nipples in the Midwest, nay, the entire United States of America. I have never personally partaken, having been nursed directly from the family goat via a length of 10-gauge plastic siphoning hose. However, I hear they are adequate should your small human require them. Thank you. That is all. All right, everybody, we're back. All right, Mark, when we left off, I think uh, Leslie had just had her little uh, you know, recap with Ron and she was headed home to kind of think about how badly the day went. And when we come back now in the next scene, uh, we see the delegation arriving back at City Hall and headed into the conference room. The right, next the, day. there's a vert. Yeah. Right, it's the next day and, and there's a very brief talking head with her um, where she's like, look, yesterday, tough and direct today i have to be charming you know basically yesterday i was hillary today i'm bill <laughs> <laughs> i love it <laughs> it's pretty funny it um funny. the delegation comes back tom's holding the door for him because he's getting right. money tips holla yep. um and and you know tom is 
just, you know, he's so, he wants to help out any way he can, Alan. Can I get yeah. anyone something to drink, some coffee, some nuts? And every time Tom makes a suggestion, Leslie's like, yeah, I'd like some. Yeah, yeah. I'll have some nuts. Yeah, yeah. gummy bear, sure. Apple crisps, yeah. <laughs> and, but the guys don't say anything. So Tom's like, nothing? Okay, well, let me know. I'll be right there. Um, <laughs> let me stand Clearly, he's, he's interested in the almighty dollar. Yeah, um, well, Leslie's not going to give him a big cash tip. No, absolutely not. So she... She basically says, look, thank you for coming. I'm sorry about blowing up yesterday. It was, it was uncalled for. Yeah, this is gracious of her. She's going to apologize and try and get things back on track, right? Right. And for the first four seconds, it seems, <laughs> it seems like things are maybe going to go kind of well. Yeah. Raul says, well, we're sorry as well. Uh, we were very tired from our long journey. I thought, okay, this is, this is yeah. as the viewing audience. This is a good start. And freaking Elvis, minister <laughs> of hedges. Um, he, he chimes in, you know, Antonio doesn't speak. I, I don't think he does. No, he's a mute. <laughs> um, that's he's a man of few words. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, <laughs> well done. Um, so Elvis, Mr. of Hedges, says, look, also, we're a little jealous. Our, our colleagues from Caracas are visiting yeah. their sister city of Miami. <laughs> and then Raul and Elvis go on this like two minute diatribe about, oh, they're partying with Dwayne Wade. And did you see all these right. photos and, and, and files? And did you see this place is just gorgeous. There's so much soul and life and everywhere. There's tiny streets. There's so much culture to see this place that they, people take care of their cars there. Yes, I noticed that in the picture. Yes, oh, no. So the, the oh food's so spicy and wonderful and we could not even believe. And then. He finally kind of like pauses, Raul does, turns <laughs> turns back to Leslie and says, but 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 Pawnee is beautiful, really good uh, <laughs> as well. <laughs> I like tried to like mm -hmm. kind of scrounge up, you know, he yeah. realizes he went on this diatribe. And, That's right. Okay. I turned to Elvis, uh, Jess. Uh, so uh, Leslie, in any case, uh, I made a few phone calls and um, our government has authorized a special authorized a special gift. He slides over the $35,000 check across the table to Leslie. And uh Rose like, "Jess is to fill in your pit to start to park." And Leslie's like, "No, no, no. We 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 can't take this." And Rose's like, "Yeah, yeah. Uh, we'll see you later at the photo op. I, I, I think we're good here." Nope. And Leslie's not unhappy, but she's a little stunned at this. She's stunned. She's puzzled. Yeah. Like yeah. this is a big, big shift from yesterday for her. And, and a little conflicted. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, uh, but, but Raul, uh, gets up, like talks to the other two for uh, like 10 seconds or so gets up, reaches down, takes all the pens. Yeah. <laughs> he's going to get those pens. He's going to get out. He's got the pens. It's like good meeting. Yeah. Is what is the Venezuelans' fascination with pen? Is that like currency in their country? It must be. I don't know. So we mentioned that Leslie was kind of hesitant. Now she's Leslie is. Uh, I think a little bit later, she's talking with the gang. Right. So like she's like she's in a room, and I think it's a, a Tom and Mark and Ann and April. Yeah, they're in the bullpen. Jerry. Yeah, they're in the bullpen. That's right. Yeah. yeah. And she's like, I don't know. I, I don't know. I, maybe I should return it. It's from a foreign government. I don't trust those guys. Right. I'm return Something it about it doesn't feel right to her. <clears throat> yep. And yet, yeah. and so yet. Tom, Tom thinks she's crazy. He's like, right. look, you could, in, in Tom terms, he couldn't say it. this any better. Like, are you crazy? You could buy a low end Lexus with that money. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh my gosh, <laughs> preach it, man. And, and Anne is clearly annoyed with them and chimes right. in right after he says that. Or you could build a park, park. with that money. <laughs> so <laughs> then Leslie tries a pro and con game and it really doesn't go anywhere. No. And so we could build a park, but we could be filling it with dirty money. Yeah, but pro $35,000 worth of dirty money. No con. I don't know why that's a pro. So she's, she's exasperated. And now note through all this, Jerry hasn't said a word. We've heard just, very little from Jerry during this whole episode, except uh, at the scene where he brought the, the fruits and vegetables and then got scolded for it. Well, which was a deleted scene. So it's, you know, not canon. Oh my God. <laughs> So we've heard nothing from Jerry this episode so far. It's it's really amazing. I can see there's a vein in the middle of your forehead that's bulging. I didn't know if you knew that. Mm -hmm. um, anyway, <laughs> so, <laughs> so Leslie's really frustrated. And finally, she's like, you know, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Fine. Fine. We'll, we'll keep the money. Okay. Is everybody happy? Jerry, are you happy? <laughs> Jerry's Jerry, like, what the hell? Like, what, what did I do? And like Leslie now, she's mad. She just yeah. turns on her heel and she stomps off. And as she's as she's leaving, she's storming off and she's like meeting adjourned Jerry. <laughs> just a little, little parting yeah. shot. I love it. I and see then, why you said punching back Jerry. And then there's just like a two second shot of Jerry just like looking like he's not angry. He's just he's he's bewildered. He's like yeah. looking around like, what did I do? And then I think this is the third main scene i guess of what i called story b yeah where, where the, right. the, the johnny and april love story yeah. um they're they're at city hall it's the next day like we said yeah i think it, this is his last stab at trying to make this happen before he uh cuts out of town right yes i, I believe that's correct and that's yeah. you know that's where he's like well um why did you not return my calls and she's like because I, I didn't want to gosh that's right I sent a, I sent a car to your house and never came back. Yeah, I know. My friends and I took it to a movie. And so now this is like classic. I hate you. You drive me crazy. I love you. You right. know, he's yeah. like, you, you he says, <laughs> and now he's like taking her hands in his, like, this is classic. Like, uh, like, um, you know, like Spanish soap opera, cheesy over the top. Like, you know, you, you drive me crazy. Come away with me. You will live like a princess. I am only an intern. So my estate is not as big as those of my superiors. I must have you please. And April is kind of looking at him through all this. And, and she's got like a slight smile, but she's like very deadpan and bored as always. And looks at him for a few seconds and then goes, Nah, nah. <laughs> and walks away, and just Johnny's heart is just stomped uh, all over the floor. He's just longing after her. Oh, it's so we, pathetic! I love it. I, after I read the the thing about the um the goof, you know, this is where he had said, you know, it's translated that his estate's not so big, but what he actually said was. I'm going on a plane in six hours. And if you aren't there, I'll hang myself. That's even like even more Telenova, I think, you know, and then for April to have then went nah to that, I think would have been even funnier. Personally. Oh yeah. 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 Cause he like, he's going to up the ante that much. And then she's like, whatever. No, nah. I'm good. <laughs> sorry. Sorry about you. <laughs> oh. So where do we go from there? So from here, we're, we're back and Leslie and the team are headed into the room for the photo op. And uh, this is where Raul, you know, is, is, is basically now going to try to get Leslie on camera to do some stuff that he's going to use back home. Yeah. And, and she's still, Leslie is still clearly 
conflicted about all this. Yeah. And she tells Ron that, uh, who, who's with her uh, here. Right. And like, look, I still feel kind of weird about this. And he's like, look, they've given you a hard time. When the mayor gets here, do the photo op, they'll be out of your hair and right. you will get to build your park. So he's yeah. kind of like trying to be comforting to her in a little way. Um, right. But he, and, he also in, in classic Ron, I, I don't think he cares. Like, you know, he also kind of here at some point it gives her, you know, like, well, then don't do it. You know, he, he's still leaving it up to Leslie. <laughs> he just doesn't right. care. So Leslie, uh, you know, walks up to the, to the Venezuelans and um, Rill asks if she could, uh, if she would mind if they take a video uh, right. to show their, her, his superiors. And she's like, yeah, okay. And okay, well, can you get that check out? And this, you know, say to the camera how much it is and, and what it's for. And Leslie says, okay, well, it's for $35,000 and it's to build a park. It's, you know, oh, how generous. Like, yeah, yeah, you're right, Roll. It's very generous. Now, <laughs> and he's kind of prompting her, you know, right. and he says, now, now, now say, Viva Venezuela. <laughs> and Leslie's like, all right. What can you I know? Sure, sure. Yeah, Viva Venezuela. Viva Chavez. The long pause. Thank you, Venezuela. <laughs> <laughs> and now Raul's getting a little bit more specific, like Viva Chavez, come on, to say right. it. Like, yeah. and she says real quietly, Oh, come on. I don't I don't <laughs> want to viva that guy. <laughs> <laughs> and then, you know, slimy moment for Raul. He's like, No, we just gave you thirty five thousand dollars. That's worth one viva. One viva. <laughs> I love that. So she's well, she's, Leslie clearly here, I think, is starting to sense that, you know, she's being led down the path. Like this is what it was all about all the time. Right. 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 Exactly. Exactly. Yep. And so she very quietly, slowly, reluctantly to the camera says, Viva Chavez. Yep. And Raul's now proud saying, Yes, Viva Chavez. Gracias. And <laughs> mission accomplished she's kind of turns dejected like yeah and she walks a little bit away and 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 raul uh, you know continues to talk to the camera and leslie doesn't right. understand because of on account right. of spanish this is and when april, april walks up right 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 and, right. and, she, yeah. and april uh translates and says you know um they're very happy they say uh chavez is gonna love this video because it's another success for the committee it's like That's what right. committee like yeah they're committee they're a committee to humiliate and shame America. And, <laughs> and then, so that's it. Leslie marches up to yeah. Raul and says like, really? Like the, the committee to humiliate and shame America. And like, yeah, this is, this is Chavez's passion project. You know, <laughs> it's like, what? and then he, and then, oh my gosh, it's like, well, you know, Hey, we just had an idea. Why don't yeah. we just brainstorm, right? Why don't you call your park? after Chavez and then you can have a <laughs> you can have a nice big fountain of his big old Hugo Chavez head so that when water is coming out I he's spitting at you <laughs> all the time all the time and then <laughs> Leslie is just fuming and there's like yeah. an awkward pause where she's just looking at him and he just kind of looks at her nonplussed and said oh you, you, you should write this down <laughs> like because you, you that's such get. a good idea yeah, yeah. and Leslie, one moment, she's really mad. She glances over her shoulder, looks at Ron. Ron right. quietly nods his head. He gives the nod. He knows. Yep. yep. Yo, oh, yeah. Leslie yep. grabs the check, tears it up. 
Viva America, Viva Pawnee, right. Via Walter Gunderson, our mayor. That's right. Yeah. And then Raul. Who we never it. see, by the way. No, we never see him. No, you're right. We never see him. And that's it. Like, you know, Raul said, like, you, you, like, you offended us. You're offended Barakwa. You're no longer our sister. We're out of here. Go. And so that, We're out of here. that ends that scene. They're, they're gone now. They no longer have a sister city. You know what I thought was funny? I, I was reflecting, you know, if this, if they're part of the committee to shame America, which, you know, makes total sense, of course, and we rarely need help with that ourselves. Right. Um, <laughs> what is this, you know, the, the, the Karakan, uh, you know, delegation, they're, they're clearly enjoying Miami and, and, and you know, are, are they going to be able to carry out their mission? Um, Food for thought. I don't know. Hmm. Dwayne Wade, I mean, you know, they got the hang with the guy, so pretty cool. Maybe they choose, maybe they cherry pick places like Pawnee that they think that they can, you know, go farther with their that particular committee. And then the other one is there just like, go. and this one, the other one's just called the fun committee. <laughs> <laughs> Those lucky bastards. I know. Right. So then I, I think this is the final uh, scene of, of yeah. the episode. Well, yeah, I we're mean, back other... in the, we're back in the parks department area and Leslie is sadly erasing the thermometer. They they marked in that they'd hit their thirty five thousand dollar goal, and they're they're wiping it off. Right, and this this is this to me is one of the most powerful scenes of the entire show. Like, and this is one of the most memorable things to me, like in general. And and a lot of it's very visual, so I'm going to describe this a little bit. Yeah. yeah. So it starts out with a Leslie talking head. And she's like, no, America's not perfect. So some of it's her kind of narrating over the background while we see in video what, right. what is happening. Yeah, yeah, you're right. And Leslie's narrating, no, America's not perfect. And they show um, uh, Leslie erasing the thermometer that she had shown the Venezuelans, which she had now taken a marker and filled up to the top. That's right. Because so, they, they had reached it, right? They hit the goal. And now she's, she's erasing it back down. Yeah. And you see Tom very quietly, very solemnly, he's watching her in the background, kind of serious. And Leslie's, you know, like like she said, no, America isn't perfect, but diplomacy isn't just sucking up and being a pushover. Sometimes you have to get tough. Right. And we see a shot of Tom collecting the tip money he had been given and he puts it in an envelope yeah. And then Leslie says from her desk, she's like smiling and positive. She's like, you know what? I'm going to build that park myself and it's going to be awesome. And we see a shot of Leslie's now not in the room in this video shot. It's just Tom. Right. He's by himself. Um, yeah. He's by himself. Tom walks over to the thermometer and puts the envelope with his tip money in the pouch labeled Friends of the Park Fund, the Sullivan Street Park Project. And, and Leslie ends it by saying, you know, and it's not going to have a fountain shape like Hugo Chavez's <laughs> head spitting water all over everyone unless that's what the people want. All right. And that, democracy. sir, is <laughs> democracy. And and I, I, I have to just comment on this. This, to me, hands down, was the best Tom moment so far in the series for, for two reasons. Yep. Agreed. Uh, number one, we know how much Tom loves money. Yep. So for, so for him to do this in general is a huge statement. Yeah. Number two, we also know how much Tom loves attention. So the fact that he did this silently without yeah. saying a thing, this is amazing. It is. You know, and I, I think it, I agree. I, I mean, not only was it selfless and in support of, of the park, 
I think he did it in support of Leslie personally. I think this absolutely. If it weren't Leslie, I don't think Tom would have done this personally. Absolutely. Yeah. But you're right. It is a cool moment for him where we see some heart and soul from Tom that we really haven't had the opportunity to see yet. And, uh, you know, and, and this whole moment here is probably, you know, it's been a lot of funny up until now. Right. And, you know, kind right. of cra crazy funny at times for sure. And this is where the episode has its heart. Right. And, and I just want to make a really quick mention. Also, there's a deleted scene um, that I suppose has a little bit of an extension to this. I mean, it didn't mm, it, it didn't have the, the stuff with Tom, which I really, right. really like. But but it had a, just a little bit of extra content for for Leslie. And it's basically a Leslie talking head. And what she says is um, some, some of the same stuff. She says, look, America isn't perfect. And there's a lot of people that want to yell at you in different ways about different things. But the fact that they can do that makes America great. It's like what Winston Churchill said. Democracy is the worst form of government, except for all the others that have been tried. That's right. I thought that's really sweet. That's that's a really nice capper. I mean, I, I get maybe why they didn't include it, but that's that's a great quote. No, it is a great quote. And you know what? It's true. So it is. Absolutely. Yep, absolutely. I think all that's left in this episode then, Mark, is the kicker, <laughs> yeah. which is terrific. <laughs> yeah. And this is like, like all of them. This, this is very, very quick. Um, Tom and Leslie uh, share an office. Right. And so Tom is at his computer. He's looking at a video that april has sent to him and leslie apparently right and i think jerry's standing over his shoulder but i think jerry's yeah. incidental yeah. um and tom says leslie come here you know come watch this video and on the video april is deadpan you know go figure hey guys i'm at johnny's palace in venezuela it's okay i guess he has like 5 million rooms and this is his only guest house. And this is only his guest house. Right. It's only his guest house. <laughs> and Leslie is just staring big uh -huh. wide eyed, like, holy crap. Um, like, There's a lot of guys with guns here. It's better than mom's <laughs> house, I guess. <laughs> so <t> tell <laughs> Leslie, I don't know when I'm going to be back. And then she right. pauses and then she goes, eh. And Donna's here. And then in, in the video, whoever whoever's taking the video pans to the right. And yeah. we see Donna lounging in a patio chair with a yeah. houseboy by her. And and Donna's like, hey, guys, hola. hola. Raises a drink. And that's it. Well, we know that Donna does well in South America. So it makes Absolutely. total sense that she's here with, with April. And I'm glad sure that does. April has an escort. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I don't trust that Johnny guy. Mm, no, not the way he spells his name. <laughs> no, <laughs> the right, Ani well, is silent. The Ani is silent. This is <clears throat> <laughs> well. That was a good breakdown of the episode, Mark. Um, thank you for that. I think you know what we need to do now at this point is we're going to assign our scores as we always do. Yes, sir. What do you think? Do you want me to kick it off? You know what? How about this? Well, better than that? Why don't you kick it off? Oh, I like that even better. Yeah, I'll yeah, do that. Let's do that. Good idea. Because um, if you don't, I can't copy you. <laughs> I knew there was something up with that. Um, I wanted to make a, a quick comment just about the, the characters in general. Um, sure. This was uh, very uh, Leslie and Tom centric. Definitely Leslie to a, to a secondary degree, I would say Tom. Yeah. Um, April and Ron kind of had minor supporting roles. Um and I would say Mark and Ann almost weren't in it, which yeah. quite frankly is not a 
bad thing? I just well, we've had I a noticed. lot of them. We'd had a lot of Vandana wits leading up yeah. to this, so yes. it wasn't terrible to have a break. Their little bit was funny, and it you know gave, right. a, gave Elvis a platform for a moment, which was fun. But right. uh, you know, it could have been a deleted scene pretty easily as well. Quite honestly, no Andy, you know, right? Yeah, no, no Andy. So the you know what? That's a great point. That could, Mark and Anne's almost total involvement could have been a deleted scene. It, it was funny been. enough, I guess. But yeah. yeah, so Mark and Anne almost weren't a factor in this. Which okay, fair enough. Um, Andy was absent, but there was so much going on. Um, I, I love Chris Pratt. Um, I, I didn't really miss his. I didn't really miss his absence here. I felt like there's enough going on that it could survive without it. Definitely. You know, the only, the only thing it would have added maybe during the scene where Lawrence is throwing the Frisbees, if he'd thrown one at Andy, but you know, <laughs> again, visual gag that, you know, could live without it. So. So the, the other uh, point I guess I would make is that um, hats off to Donna and Jerry, as we're seeing them getting more and more very well-deserved screen time, they're, right. they're, they're often contributing to some of the funniest bits. And, they are. And we're, we're, we're seeing this happen more and more. And, and I'm so happy about that. And they are themselves, right? Donna yes. is sassy Donna and she'll stay that way. Not confusing Donna at the beginning, which I did not understand. Jerry is punching bag Jerry, you know, not this super clever Jerry who, who they tried to introduce a couple of times and then totally went a different direction, uh, you know, which I, I'm glad they did this the way they did it. So, right. I, so I like Jerry the way that. I like the way that you put it. I think it was the last episode. Maybe you said Donna has Donitude. Donitude. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and she does. And the other thing I would mention here is that, you know, because of the special guest Fred Armisen, I think that a lot of the attention was focused on him and the other Venezuelans and, yeah. and Leslie to a certain extent. But that's why maybe some of the others didn't meh, get, get as much screen time, maybe as as normal, yeah. so to speak. But I would say this with maybe the exception of with the exception of Leslie and maybe Tom, I think Donna and Jerry almost got as much screen time as April and Ron, which is yeah, a great step true. forward. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Well, um, and again, you know, this, this is a big cast and, you know, yes. everyone's got really strong strengths and yes. uh, it's nice that they can, you know, pull someone off the bench and let someone rest for a moment. And, you know, uh, other than this really, you know, we needed Leslie here to play against Raul, uh, you know, because they're, they're counterparts. Um, and, you know, and it, it was a good, I think, a good growth story for her and even Tom to some degree toward the end. But mostly Tom is also comic relief throughout this. I, I would agree with that. Leslie, um, you know, I think she's proven herself here. She she's she can be optimistic without being a pushover. Right. Um, I know that maybe it's cliche, but I, I may have said this before, but I like how she's becoming more of a relatable um like a real person she's not a, a parody or caricature like she That's seemed true. to be in the early in the earlier uh, uh episodes right. um and and once again you know call me a sap for this but i i sap. like i know i deserve it i like the way that episodes end on a happy positive note and yeah. she's very very good at that you know she ends it and she's basically like you know what we didn't get the money screw it you know what? Yeah. I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do myself, and it's gonna be awesome. I'm like I love that. Yeah, that's that's awesome. Um, I already mentioned how much I am. I, I think it speaks volumes about Tom's silent 
act of kindness with the money. I mean, it's, it's yeah. so brief. It seems like I'm making too much out of it, but I'm, I mean, I'm telling you, man, I think that that's huge. I loved that. That gives him, him a multifaceted character. It does. And he, he's been rather one dimensional to this point. So I agree. I mean, I think it's, you know, we really like Tom and, you know, if you, if you walked away from season seven and know how much you like him and you go back and immediately watch the first season, it's like, wow, it's a big character journey for Tom. So I think this is an important milestone in it. Right. Um, you know, we're, we're far enough into season two and season two has been good enough at this point that I think that the, I'm using air quotes here for the viewers, I think that the the bad uh, uh, season one episodes are now in the vast minority and can yeah, be viewed and can be viewed now as the exception and and not the rule. Totally agree. Um, and I think anyone watching the series at this point has to be impressed with the way that they've, they've hit their stride. You know, yeah. the, the good episodes that we've had, which this is one of them, just boom, boom, boom. They're not by accident. They're, it's not like they're a flash in the pan. You know, Alan, there's a reason that we at LFP Worldwide Headquarters are rating <laughs> these as high as we are. I mean, it's they're really good episodes. They really are. Well, so, we're only five episodes in the season two. All of season one was six episodes. Um, you know, it, I think this especially here in the last this run of three um we really are headed i like the trajectory of season two it's really strong i i do too uh you know they they are episode after episode they're creating a richer deeper parks and rec uh lore or universe and that just that it's a two-way street you do that and you're able to tell more complex stories it's a win-win you know absolutely agree so anyway so here's here's the world according to to mark sure um base score the it's <laughs> sorry oh, uh, god i don't know what you're talking oh you know what that's a good idea i will do i didn't occur to me um i will give you uh i'm gonna give this um i would give this a, a base score of four hmm. but just totally off the cuff i think maybe i'll give it some bonus points um wow, so rare okay i know i know hold on to your hat there yeah um because you are wearing a hat i am wearing a hat <laughs> Uh, so for base score, but I'm going to give it one bonus point for Fred Armisen as Raul. I, I thought he was funny. He was brilliant. I thought he was very, very good, very enjoyable. His improv chops are fantastic. Agreed. Um, as we saw in all the deleted scenes. I'm going to give another point. I, I'm a sucker for this. I can't help it. I'm going to give a point for Tom's silent act of kindness. It's It was brilliant and it was much needed for his character. And I really, really liked it. It was it was a great scene. Yep. Um I'm going to give half a point for Aubrey Plaza as April. Um, I, she, she's always so good, at least anymore she is. And I probably would have given her more, but she just wasn't in it that much. So I'm right. going to say half point. I'm going to give another half a point for Punching Bag Jerry because <laughs> it consistently makes me laugh every single time. When Leslie turns around, like meeting a germ, Jerry, Jerry. I LOL literally like i can't help it every single time and i'm going to give another half point for fleshing out donna more she's becoming really really enjoyable as well the two of yeah. those are really starting to become i, I hesitate to say powerhouse characters because they're just not in it to maybe that degree but they're sure, sure. they're on their way you yeah. know 
Oh my God, I have so many numbers. Okay, so <laughs> you, you take my base score, then one for Fred Armisen and one for Tom and then half for Aubrey Lesley. So four plus one plus one is six plus half plus half plus half. You know what? We're at my all-time high. We're at my all-time high for this episode. I didn't realize that. My final score, Alan, is 7.5 Little Sebastians. Wow. This is a really good episode. I'm, it was a really I'm, good episode. Yeah. I um, That is your high score so far. I think we've it is. been trending where I, I tend to be just slightly higher than you, and you just, you're just you just a tick under it or so every week. Right. And uh, you've got this complex scoring system, which I, I don't even try to mimic. I just basically find your score and then I add to it. I mean, well, and just... I do. I, I want to say real quick for, for our viewing audience at home. Yeah. I just want to I want to They're corroborate not with Mark. you. Oh, that, uh, that's right. I, I, I want to verify. Yeah. You and I do not share our scores with each other. No, not prior to the episode so or notes or anything else. Nope. So it's just, so, you know, you and I lambaste each other all we want once just fresh on the, fresh on yeah. the podcast. Um, <laughs> so every single time we have one of these, I think, when's it going to happen? When's it going to happen that we're going to have differing scores and we're just going to be at each other's throats, but it's not happened yet. So go ahead. What's your score? <laughs> well, when you ask it like that, I don't even want to tell you. No, go ahead. I could be an eighth grader too. Or an eight-year-old, whatever it was we said. Uh, eight-year-old, yeah. Eight-year-old, yeah. Um, you know, I, I think last week was my all-time high of seven and a half, right? Which, oh, that's um, right, yeah. Yeah, so, um, you know, I, I liked last week's episode a little better than this one. I, <gasps> I, I know, I really, really, really like this episode, but I really, yeah. really, really liked last week's episode. Okay. So, uh, you know, I, I think when I thought through it, I, you know, I, I don't have your complex scoring system. I just kind of got a number usually in mind, right? Kind of based on a previous number more than anything, I suppose. Right. Um, I, I think the balance of this episode was a little heavy on the guest star. It, funny, I can't argue with that. Oh my yeah. gosh, funny. I mean, yeah. and like I said, I, I read about him and I'm fascinated by him and I, I kind of want to go, you know, uh, have him have him ride it. I want to have him write his autobiography so I can read it. Um, but again, I, I felt like, you know, and it'd be very tempting, I think, being a producer of this episode to get someone with his comedy chops and not want to just use the crap out of him, right? Sure. But when you do, you don't leave a lot for other people. You got 21 and a half minutes and you got to dole it out, right? And I think, you know, I might have done just slightly less on the, 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 the delegation um, and maybe just a little bit slightly less on, on Raul, you know, himself yeah. in order to give a little more screen time to a Jerry, a Donna and April, a Ron, or maybe even have Andy in the episode. I um, can't argue with that. Yeah. Yeah. I was fine with the level of Andanowitz this time. So I'm not going <laughs> to, I'm not going to take any points away for that. Um, my score came in right at seven. Last week was seven and a half. I felt like this was just a step under that. Um, and, and so for, for me, I had landed on a seven this week. Um, I'm excited to see you finally get out there and give out some big points, uh, the big money, um, you know, <laughs> and it was, it was inevitable that at some point you would score higher than me and it, sure. it happened this week. So, wow. Seven little Sebastians for me. Well, so this is this is a first for me. I don't think I've ever scored an episode higher than you before. No. 
Um, but really, it's pretty consistent with, I mean, we've always been within half a point. Yeah. And I, 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 and your, your reasoning is, I think, spot on, you know, because you're right. I, I love Fred Armisen in this. But as I was going through my very brief, you know, uh, character uh, recap, you know, I said, yeah, Leslie was in it and she was pretty good. And then who right. else was in it? Gosh, no one else had any screen time. Well, because <laughs> right. well, you're right. Um, you know what would have changed my score, I think, if they had made this a bonus episode, done an hour long episode, you know, say they had 42 minutes, um, oh. kept it as is, maybe added in a couple of deleted scenes and given some of our regulars a little more screen time. Mm. I, I think this could have been an eight for me. You know what I mean? Mm. Because they would have like had enough room to do what they tried to do here. I think as it was, they crammed a little too much, like I said, special guest in here and, and the balance got out of whack. They could have corrected that by making this one of their bonus episodes and, and really just kind of doubled down on some things and expanded on some things that got no screen time. Um, that, that probably would have changed my score, I think. Wow, that, that's a very interesting thought. Huh. I've been yeah. tempted at times to kind of go and grab these deleted scenes. You know, I've got some some video editing shops and and throw them into where I think they belong and watch the, the episode kind of restored, you know, the director's cut, if you will, the Zack wow. Snyder cut of, of Parks and Rec. Um, so for all you nerds out there, um, you know, but I don't have that kind of time. So you I don't know, Alan, I, I have two thoughts when I hear you say that. Number yeah. one, you are a giant goofy nerd and and second that's kind of a good idea i know right <laughs> sure but i want to me but well, then, I, I, yeah, yeah i, I want to be it. sure to insult you before i compliment you because i want to make it clear to our viewing audience you yeah. know where where my my priorities lie but that right. actually is a pretty good idea yeah yeah i would expect no less from you mark i mean <laughs> th this is the pattern we've had for 15 years so i'm not shocked uh, yeah oh god we're has old. it been 15 years is that right is that, I don't know. I need a nap. It's close to that. I don't know. <laughs> it's close to that. Yeah. <laughs> oh. All right. Well, you know what? I, I think that pretty much gets us wrapped up here toward the end. I want to remind everybody that out on live from punny.com, there's an opportunity out there to ask us questions, make comments, um, you know, and, and we're going to continue to hopefully expand the website. We're also on social media on uh, the Twitters, the Instagrams, and uh, the Facebooks. Um, and, and I'm playing with the idea of seeing if Constantine can find some time and create a Pinterest site for us. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, he, I, you keep him pretty busy there at the complex in, you know, in your villa, um, your estate. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll have to see if, if I can sneak him out for a little bit and get him over here, you know, in my media room and see if we can put something together. I think that's pretty. Hey, Constantine, how would you like to do yes. a, a, a Pinterest account? <laughs> yeah, I think he's on board. Okay, good. <laughs> All right. Uh, that's great. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, I think that about wraps us up. We'll we'll be back next week with episode six of season two, which is kaboom. Boom. Uh, it's going to be a good one. It's going to be a great one. All right, everybody. We'll look forward to seeing you next week. And thanks for tuning in this week. All right. Bye, everyone. Bye. Live from Pawnee is a copyrighted production of the creators. 
Copyright 2020. All rights reserved. Original music was created and performed by Aaron Emerson of Emerson Studios. Clips are used under fair use doctrine for the purpose of commentary and parody. Please see our website at livefrompony.com for more details or to contact us.